Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo. How are you doing this week, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic. Having a great time. I mean, our Panthers right now. Unbelievable. Like, quite literally. Like, well, just believable for us, unbelievable for the rest of the hockey community, it feels like. Yeah, it's not great. Not a great time to be a fan of another team. I will say that. <laughs> Um, just absolutely demolishing teams and we'll get into that later but we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about on this you know on this episode um start off uh talk about one of our favorite subjects of this show uh evander kane um hasn't signed with a, a new team yet we talked about it a week ago saying no team should ever sign evander kane um and then very quickly it became well someone's going to sign him very quickly here and looking like edmonton but that kind of seems to be delayed a bit with with the investigation into his latest breach of COVID protocols. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Kane situation or just the updates we've gotten since uh, the last episode there? Oh, man. It, I haven't heard any other team other than, than Edmonton being, like, interested. No, like, you heard about teams that were, like, I'm sure team like a lot of teams looked around. Edmonton seems to be the serious player here. Yeah, and I'm like, like – I think you can agree with me here. Edmonton has bigger fish to fry right now. They got a lot going on. I, like, like, I, I, I find it hard to believe that if you're Ken Holland, this seems like the right solution to your issues. And it's like, you've put yourself in a situation, like, like it's so self-inflicted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you only need a Vander Kane because you fucked up the rest of the roster. <laughs> right? Like, that's the reality of the situation, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not going well. The goaltending's terrible, and Dave Tippett is not helping that situation what, at all. What I love with there, because, you know, I follow the others closely being an Alberta guy, um, they've got two wins in their last 14, which in itself is not great. You might be thinking coaching change. But then you factor in that those two wins came while the coach was in COVID protocol, and he hasn't won a fucking game since December 1st. And it's like, that's not a great look. This not a great look at all. A lot has happened since September, since December 1st. Like, quite a lot. Um, so, that, that's a train wreck. What did you think of the McDavid comments on the situation? You're going to have to refresh my memory. I don't think I heard his comments. Basically, the summary, of, like, someone asked him about, you know, Vander Kane potentially joining the team, and he basically said, you know, we, we want to win. Vander Kane can help us win. You know, I know media and fans or whatever like to talk about all the off-ice stuff, but, you know, we, we got to try to win games here. If Kenny thinks that's the best move, then Kenny's going to do what Kenny thinks is best. Um, and basically, it was basically, yeah, Vander Kane can help us win games. I mean, I get where he's coming from when you look at it objectively without taking into account everything else he did. Yes, adding his pure on-ice talent could help you win games, but I think no, no one denies that. No one's denying that. You can't look at it objectively. You have to take into account all his off-ice shenanigans. Yeah, and, well, and then like I, I, I get where where like Connor's coming from. Like he's not going to come out and say like, oh, like I think what our GM is doing is stupid. No, but realistically, like first of all, all these guys, top players, right? They're all coached up, you know, on media training and whatnot. What you should say if you're Connor McDavid and the face of the league, right? And that's the question thrown at you is, you know, we're focused on the guys in the room right now. We need to be better. I'm not going to comment on a player that's not on our team. Yeah, or just say I'm going to trust whatever Ken thinks is best for the team. Yeah, it's just a poor, poor, poor response. You you don't have to say like 
you don't have to comment. It's, yeah, it's frustrating. Like, you would think with all the media training that they'd be better than that. Yeah. The other component of that, the whole situation too, that I like with Kane going to Edmonton, which feels inevitable at this point, right? We're just mm-hmm. kind of waiting on what the NHL decides, right? Because if they say, you know what, this is your second violation, 41 game suspension or whatever, you're done. No one's going to sign them, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But Ken Holland said, you know what, the answer's, you know, we're in a slump. The answers are in our dressing room, right? And they're talking about leadership. And I'm watching the Oilers play last night against Ottawa because Jacob Barker, big sense fan. And, you know, Kevin BX is saying, you know what, another team shouldn't go out and sign Vander Kane. But, you know, what? the strong leadership, you know, vets that they have there in Edmonton, like they'll be able to like, you know, the, the leash will be short. They'll keep him in line. And it's like, are you seeing any veteran leadership on that team? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not personally. And like, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, like, he goes to Edmonton in the middle of winter. Like, like there's like, he couldn't possibly get in trouble during COVID anything. But then I remember, wait, this guy played in Winnipeg. There's even less to do in Winnipeg. And he still got in shit. Yeah. And, and to anyone listen, that might sound like a shot at Winnipeg. And I can assure you it's not. It's just facts. No, I mean, purely objectively, like, and subject, like, Edmonton's bigger city. There's more stuff to do in Edmonton than there is in Winnipeg. That's just, that's a factual statement. I mean, they have the West Edmonton Mall, which is elite. Exactly. They have the Brick Invitational every year. I mean, I don't see the Brick Invitational in Winnipeg. No, that's because no one would attend. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see this ending well in, in any scenario. No, but, the, but like that team and organization just seems in shambles right now. It seems like they're panicking, and it seems very self-inflicted, and they are so far away from where they should be or could be. Yeah, especially should be, I think. Like, yeah. I think that's the key, key word here. Um, and it was helping that Vancouver was doing it just as bad, but then Vancouver pulls oh, off a win yesterday and it's and like coaching okay. change in Vancouver. Yeah. Like there's been, there's been legitimate steps taken to correct the situation in Vancouver that hey, they're not along the lines of bringing in a toxic guy in the dressing room. No, no, exactly. They, they've been getting rid of toxic guys in the dressing room is what they do. Exactly. That's right. They do. And like Evander Kane realistically in Vancouver, like that'd be a logical fit too, because you know what? They could use a big winger too. They could win some more games that they wanted. He's a Vancouver guy, right? But no, mm-hmm. they're they're at least a bit smarter. Um, but we'll see where that goes. I imagine this all ends with Evander Kane inevitably signing at Edmonton. Edmonton wins the you know misses out on the playoffs, lucks into Shane Wright, and they still suck for forever. Yeah, um, seems probable. Yeah, very probable. Um, other stuff. The big story this week, really, like. The Vander Kane stuff, you know, it piqued people's interest for a couple days, right? You know, and then once it was like, well, we got to wait on decision, everyone kind of like was like, all right, we'll wait for decision and we'll just stop caring until then. And then the Panthers decided to have Kodak Black attend one of their hockey games, right? (laughs) And I think we all know what happens next. I have to tell you, never in a million years did I think the Panthers would get the most attention for something that happened off the ice in one of their suites yeah. during the game. Yeah, like, and I mean, I'm assuming anyone who's listening to this this podcast has seen the video, right, of the girl, you know, twerking on him and whatever in, in, in the private box. Um, both angles. Both angles. You got to get the, you know, multiple angles, right? Very official. Um, when you just had the one angle at first, um, I think... Most people assumed something else was going on, uh, <laughs> myself included. And I was like, wow, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. And my, one of my favorite things, too, about it was that uh, I think somebody said, uh, somebody tweeted out, like, it's such a shame, like, Roberto Luongo's gone corporate and can't tweet about this incident, right? Because they're all like, you know, all the hockey staff, you know, they're all in the box right next to it, right? They clearly see it, right? They've seen the video, right? But then what does Roberto Luongo do? He comments fucking anyways, <laughs> because he's a legend. Like, I wonder what he... <laughs> like, what, what do you do? Yeah. I think he was... Was he kicked out? Good. I don't think so. 
you know, oh, if, yeah. If, I if anything, no, I, I mean, you could consider him a good luck charm. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I things have gone pretty great since then. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely got the Panthers like a ton, a ton of media. Well, that's the thing, right? Like teams always have like, you know, they love having celebrities at game, you know, games. It's great for their brand. Uh, you know, like LA, they always have like, you know, Will Ferrell or Snoop Dogg, right? Toronto, I'll get like Bieber, right? You know, big names, you know, create some some good publicity for the sport, you know? So it's great for that. And I get, you know, you got Kodak Black. I get what you're trying to do, right? Um, I don't think if you're the Florida Panthers, this could have gone any better. I really, honestly. Like, the, the entire purpose of having a celebrity at your hockey game, the entire purpose of getting them a nice box and everything, it's so that people will be like, oh, that's cool, and talk about your team. And boy, yeah. were they ever talking. You had box seats and uh, front row seats. Exactly, because you need both, because you can be in two places at once, obviously. Um, I, just, like, I can't even say I was upset about it. Oh, I'm not upset in the least. Even, even if he was actually doing the deed. It's like, yeah, I guess it's not great for maybe, you know, any any kids in the in the stands but like <laughs> they don't know what's going on that's fine like yeah i it, like it's hard to make up my mind about what to think of it i'm just like i i would i, I don't follow kodak black i don't follow his music i can't say i do but like seems like the type of thing that guy would do yeah it's just like yeah it, it, it so seems like, on, it seems on brand for him. Like I don't know what you were expecting. Like if you thought he was just going to quietly sit in his seat and take yeah. a couple picks, but um, no, I think all the attention. Like you got to love it. You have to, right? You and have the fact that like like a lot of people are talking about it, not just people who like give a shit about hockey, right? And that's the whole point, right? Um, so it's it's weird because it's a weird incident where like I feel wrong for like thinking it's as great as it is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just like the, whole, the entire like concept of the situation is so weird to think about like um, like uh, imagine telling someone like two years ago three years ago there's a video of kodak black very famous rapper like dancing <laughs> like like doing that with a girl at a florida panthers hockey game yeah. that doesn't sound like a real <laughs> sentence that doesn't sound like people would have thought he got lost or <laughs> yeah, like like what is Kodak what is Kodak Black doing there, right? It's just oh man, I love it. I think it's to awesome. be fair. To be fair, you got you you got to like think about it like from a macro perspective. Kodak Black, very famous guy, went to the Panthers game and had a great time. He, he did. And I think I think that's the essence of Panther hockey. That's it's a, a fun uh, time. That's the thing. You go to a Panthers game, you're gonna have a good time. That's yeah, the message I mean, there. Maybe not like as um, looking for the word here as uh, vulgar as um, explicit of a fun time. Now, do do you think he's getting invited back? <laughs> you know, like sure, he wants to say no, but part of me's like. Fuck yeah, bring him back. I'm just saying, if, if, if you're a fan base and you care about your fans, no, I don't like it would gas them up. So if he's so, imagine Kodak <laughs> Black, you see what he's doing at a regular season hockey game. Imagine him at a championship parade. <laughs> we got to bring him back for the playoffs. I think so. I think you have to. Like, um, oh man. Yeah, what a, what a weird event. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone everyone was talking about it which is just which is awesome yeah i mean you know what like we, we always talk about it on the show because like you know we're always talking about you know people don't talk about the panthers enough well now they are now not necessarily this is not expected it to happen but take it exactly gotta take it for sure um and yeah like i mean sick love it um but yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, yeah, we'll move on. We'll talk uh, talk some more stuff going on in the league. Uh, but before we do here, we just got a quick ad read from our good friends over at DraftKings. Uh, we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with huge odds boosts for new customers. 
Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports our daily fantasy football contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NHL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, back in it. But before we do, just real quick, so I was just talking with the NFL there with the ad read. Um, great, great football happening uh, so far in these playoffs. Yeah, um, I thought yesterday, what were the games yesterday? The Patriots game was not good, but um, what was the one before that? The uh, Damn it, I'm blanking. What was the first playoff game? I don't know. Life's just a blur at the this Bengals. Point. The Bengals game was good. Yeah, it was a good one. Good win. The, the Bengals Raiders game was really good. Yeah, I mean it's tough because like both our teams had such shit years, right? Because Seahawks, Giants, not yeah. great. I will also say this too because I'm pretty sure you know a lot of people listening probably Dolphins fans. Um, firing Brian Flores. Don't know about that one. Ah, uh, yeah, a bit of an interesting move. Um, yeah, no, I, I like Coach Flo. Like like seeing him at Panthers games too. Yeah, yeah. Like, bit bummed about that i think i think he'll get picked up because so many teams are moving on from their coaches well the fact that i would argue he's probably the best coaching candidate out there yeah maybe you shouldn't have fired him exactly <laughs> would be and while while we're on football i actually want to gauge your opinion on this is teams are interviewing gms right now this is true what do you think of teams being as open about their interview process? Like teams are, are volunteering the information of who they're, who they're interviewing. Like, what do you, what do you think of that? Cause like in the NHL, it's always very speculative and you never yeah, know. It's what always that's like the rumor has it, you know, so-and-so yeah. is flying down uh, to meet with, you know, the president and whatever. Um, I, I like it depending on like, you know, because, you know, in the NFL, you have the Rooney rule too, right? So, you like, yeah, there's that kind of stuff. Um, I like the transparency, but I also love, like, if I was, like, a, a GM, like, or, like, I was, a, sorry, an owner or president, I'd just, like, throw a name out there be like, we're interviewing this guy. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of gauge the fan base. You know, I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I do enjoy the transparency. What I don't like is the fact that they're interviewing team personnel, like teams that are fully in the playoffs right now. Yeah. I'm just like, from, from just a, a, a PR standpoint, like it's just something that doesn't sit well with me that, I mean, wait till the end of the season to conduct those interviews, but you know, teams are on a timeline. So it, it's really tough. It just, it doesn't sit 100% right with. Yeah. Me. Like it's always kind of weird when it's like, all right, like, you know, you want to fill your head coaching job, but the best candidate's still coaching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, I haven't seen anything like coaching wise with that, but like a lot of like directors of player personnel, VP of uh, football ops, like, and teams are very, very open about it. Like, I, I know the, the, the Giants interviewed, at least the Ravens got, well, the Ravens aren't in the playoffs, but um, for, I know Minnesota interviewed a, 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 a um, Eagles uh, person last week. Like, yeah. I don't know, like concentrate on your playoff run. And I mean, of course they got demolished by Tampa Bay today, but yeah. Sick run. Yeah. Awesome run. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, th that's the only part that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. It's, it's a bit weird, very different than what the, what the NHL yeah. does. Um, but now back talking to the NHL, talking about the NHL, NHL all-star game coming up Florida Panthers got two people going Huberto and interim coach Andrew Brunette. I think 
we can both agree both very deserving to go but yeah should there be some more panthers players there seems like other players are also deserving well okay like first of all i guess you gotta start off should the nhl get rid of like the idea that you need one player from every team yes i actually actually wait wait no no i don't think so i i do think one player from each team i'll i'll correct my statement i retract my initial okay but like hypothetically if you're the arizona coyotes there isn't an all-star level player on your team like there just isn't you know i am like so out of touch with the all-star game i have no interest in it you know what almost none that i'm just like you want to know what like Give those smaller markets the exposure. Make a guy happy. But if it's like, like okay, like Montreal sending Nick Suzuki. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, but I think, like, as much as – the All-Star game to me, it's a weird one because, like, realistically, like, do I care? No, and I always say that, right? And then I watch the game, and I watch, like, Green Day, like, swear, like, ten times on TV, and I'm like, you know what? I'm having fun. Like, I, I always end up watching it. I just – like, I never – like, I'm never invested about it, but – I'll, I'll kind of modify my answer. If it's the public voting, I think one player from each team. If you leave it up to either A, the peers, so NHL players, NHL staff, or maybe uh, media, then maybe you can get away with not a player from each team. Yeah. And it's like always that balance of because the entire purpose of the all, All-Star Game is you're trying to entertain people, especially young fans. You're trying to get new fans, right? So you want an exciting product, right? So I get you want Nick Suzuki from Montreal because you know what? You want kids whose favorite team are Montreal Canadiens to watch. Uh, you know, they want to see, you know, Nick Suzuki from their Montreal Canadiens there. Yeah. Right. I get that. Well, first of all, terrible team to choose uh, to cheer for right out of the gate there. Um, but like the reality is, is like, I think you just want to watch like the best hockey, right? You want to watch fun hockey. Right. Now, Nick Suzuki is a fun player. I will give him that, right? But I think that like there are just so many players that are there that like shouldn't be there. And there's so many players that should be there that aren't. Yeah. And and then like it's it's really tough. Like I props to them for picking a guy like Adam Pellick this year. He's a, no- he's a defensive stud. He's, like, but he's not had a great year, even though he's a defensive to Sud. Like, that's the thing. He's literally has put up zero, like, no points. Well, he's got three apples, so careful there. See? Like, Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Because I'm looking at the lineups now, right? And I'll just break them down real quick. Uh, the Atlantic, Stamkos, uh, Huberto, Matthew. No, this is – what is this? This is not even it. Is it? What am I looking at? Gosh, I pulled up an article. Is this this is certainly true, right? Yeah. My point is, I'm not gonna go through them all. There's way too many players. Um, yeah. oh, this is this is the NHL writers of who they would have sent uh, to the to the uh, NHL All Star game. So that wasn't the real one because I'm thinking there were some names on there that like aren't there but should be. But like, there are some players that are just like for me a bit questionable. And looking at it, I think they should not. I think they should go back to conference by conference. Yes. Um, right, because I'm, I'm looking at, like, like the Metro, like, their defense. Like, obviously, Adam Fox would be there, right? No-brainer, mm-hmm. right? That's, it's your guy, too, so, right? so I'm not going to slander him. Absolutely. Um, but, like, Pelic, don't know about that. Wierenski, like, he's been the Blue Jackets, like, best player, but, like, did you see him the other night? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see many uh, Blue Jackets the other night. And... You know, it's it's so tough because you're you don't send a Blue Jackets player, you're alienating your entire Blue Jackets fan base that doesn't that isn't like a diehard hockey fan. Well, perhaps they should maybe get some better players. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, like obviously. Right. And like and like and like realistically, like would I rather watch Adam Pellick or like, you really want to see a def- like a shutdown defenseman at the All Star game? No, no. Right, but um, first of all, like th- there should be several more Panthers here, right? Like, obviously, right? Like I know Hoover is there, very deserving to be there. Um, I like that Burnett went, even though he's an interim coach. 
I think that's great. And I think, yeah. now, and I think now that the team's healthy, like I know a lot of people kind of questioned him and some of the decisions early on in his thing. And it's like, you know what, like first head coaching time, like let him figure it out and let the team get healthy. And we're seeing both of those things now and the product's fantastic. So he very, really very cool of him to be there, but like Aaron Ekblad, not there. Barkov, not there. Right. Yeah, Barkov, Barkov, and Ekblad were the biggest omissions for me. Like, and and well, there's I was a, my next question is who are the biggest like omissions from the All Star game? There's a there's a huge skew of like like how many how many players does Vegas have? Oh gosh, I got the list right here. Vegas has one. Really, and they're hosting. Yeah, which is a bit odd, right? Because usually, usually, usually the host, the like host, when, yeah, like when Tampa had it, there was like six Tampa players, right? And it was like, no, like don't give me that. I I, I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of uh, St. Louis. Oh, my apologies, by the way, they have two. Yeah, like I don't get it. I don't I, like it. It's been it's been a few years that we have this debate of just like is it even worth like following this all-star game anymore well you know what it delivers us some great content every year like we get i liked brett hall coaching yeah brett hall was probably like the peak of the all-star game right yeah and that's all i want as long as there is a peak and jenna fisher jenna fisher was there too right and john ham was there yeah that like that was good yeah like no like they're like the, like i know they're like there's no point to them really like for like for people like us right but it's still fun and it's still like you know you get to watch you know some guys playing the game but like to me i'm thinking biggest omissions obviously ekblad and barkov what they've done this year speaks for themselves right barkov can still be last man in ekblad can't so sucks to suck i guess um which is just i mean brutal like rasmus dalveen's there like come on rasmus dalveen's one highlight this year is him whiffing on a puck trying to slap it back into his own net. After an empty netter. Yeah. Can you name one other thing he's done this year? I can't. I honestly can't. I am no interest in watching the Sabres ever. And that, exactly. So why would I want to watch one at the All-Star game? I, I, I see it's tough. Because, like, hockey perspective, only best players. Bus- business perspective, which really is what you feel like the all-star game is becoming is more like a money grab type of thing. You got to have one. Or like, what if you just like, you, you pick the best players from each conference or division or whatever. And then you, if a team doesn't have a player, just send one there. Anyways, they can do the skill competition the day before they can hang out with fans, sign autographs. You see them for a little bit and then you never see them again. So like, I assume Ovechkin didn't get picked by for, Washington, because he wouldn't he wouldn't bother their going. Ovechkin, uh, that's where you're mistaken. He's running the C this year, and he's gonna go. Yeah, he got voted in his captain. Where he's gonna go? I, I like previous I, years. I, I, I know what you're saying with previous years. Previous years were not in Las Vegas. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Like I feel like I feel like <laughs> that that in itself is a huge draw. Like I haven't heard any player saying, "Don't send me to the All Star game." By the way, I watched uh, this is completely uh, kind of unrelated. I watched a video about uh, you hear about the MSG sphere that they're building in Vegas. No. Okay, so Madison Square Garden is building a a, a sphere that's going to be a seventeen thousand person uh, like theater, essentially the biggest LED screen in the world. It's massive. It's nutty. I was like, gonna say, I think that's what Vegas is missing is more lights and screens. Exactly. A little bit of flash, a little pizzazz. Exactly. But yeah, like if I can't blame someone for not wanting to go to an all-star game in like Ohio in Columbus. Like I mean, I, here's the thing. I mean, I feel like we should be a little kinder to Columbus because we ripped on them a little bit. Yeah, and sorry. we're going to talk about the Panthers a little bit later here too. And we're going to shred them even more. So I can't, I can't blame someone for not wanting to go to an all-star game in Winnipeg. I know. It's like, imagine Winnipeg. the scenes if they put it in Winnipeg. I Then by all means, send Nick Suzuki. <laughs> right. Um, 
Okay, but other than Panthers, but who are the big snubs for you from this? Honestly, I have not been able to take a look at it. Obviously, the first one that comes to mind is from the Islanders. I would definitely have Barzell over Pellick. Or fake Matt Barzell, because he did go missing there for a bit. Right. Um, that, that's my main one. I have to look at the rosters more in depth. Okay, uh, I'm just going to throw out some names to you that are not there. You tell me if you think they should be. Brad Marchand. Yeah. Pretty good player. Yeah. And pretty entertaining, too. Like, he, he brings entertainment value. Like, no disrespect to Patrice Bergeron, who is their representative, but he doesn't really get the blood pumping, you know? Okay, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, it's bad, right? Kind of surprised Crosby isn't there. Well, he was, like, that's the thing. He was hurt, but also, like, that would be a big draw. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Tristan right Jari. Now. Yeah, like. Tristan Jari has been having a ridiculous season. But here's my thing. Send Crosby, and then instead of Jari, send the best goalie in the league who's not there right now, which is just Jurkin. Yeah. Like, he's not there. I mean, yeah. Panarin, Zbanejad. No, nah, but give me Chris Kreider. I can't wait to see which goalie he runs in the three-on-three <laughs> overtime. There's this running gag online about him being offside. <laughs> and I just love. Oh, what a player. Um, but, sorry, that was the Metro. If we move on to Atlantic, like, does Ottawa really need to send a player? No. And, like, <laughs> and does Detroit, like, uh, Dylan Larkin's been fine, I guess. He's a good player. But realistically, if you took out Larkin, Bergeron, and Suzuki, and, like, who, no, sorry, not Bergeron. Take out Larkin, Suzuki, and Dalene, replace them with Ekblad, Stamkos, and I don't know anyone else really on a good team. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Leafs fans will say William Nylander. Um, sure, whatever. Like, or Anthony Duclair. Like, send someone else. Um, so to me, like, yeah, like I would love to, I like as much as he plays for, you know, a, a terrible team or a terrible franchise, like Stamkos is a good player. He's had a great year. He should be there. Oh, you know who I thought was a huge snub? Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri is a huge snub. That's ridiculous. Like, you talk about a guy just like, tearing it up. Yeah. Now, in, in all fairness, like, it is a pretty deep Central Division all-star team, but Clayton Keller there, he's been good. He has not been better than Nazem Kadri. He's on my fantasy team, so I will I will not tolerate any Clinton Keller slander. Yeah, I'm also looking, and they took – they only have one defenseman they've taken, by the way, the central. And I can't help notice that uh, I got, like, a, a Norris candidate right now, and Roman Yossi's not there. And does Adrian Kempe really need to be there? I would argue he doesn't. Like, it's it's absurd to me. You know what I would be interested in having? If we, especially if we go back to the conference model, yeah, throw in a rookie, one rookie per team. I think it'd be great. I think you could argue for like, like obviously, like the Lucas Atlantic, Raymond, Lucas Raymond or Moritz Sider, both fun yeah. players. Yep. So I don't think anyone's Anton Lindell. Like, oh, absolutely. I mean, the most underrated uh, rookie in the league at the moment. <laughs> you know, in like, my but, unbiased opinion. You know, it's. Or like the other thing too is like, and this isn't so much a snub based on what you know what his production is, right? But like for the Pacific, right? You've got some guys there like Kempe, right? You just mentioned. Um, like, wouldn't you want to see Trevor Zegras? Oh yeah, like right, like like that's like that guy's the definition of like all star game, right? The guy's all entertainment. I, I I'd argue that. Jordan Eberle probably doesn't deserve to be there either. I think Jordan Eberle might agree. Realistically, <laughs> if he's, you know, unbiased. If he's, if he's objective and self-aware, he'll agree. Yeah. So, like, to me, yeah, like, I know it's pointless, and it really means nothing in, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, it's like, some of those names really stand out as, like, not that good hockey players, or at least this yeah. season, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys that like should be there now. Granted, those guys, you know, get a couple of days off, probably nice for them. Um, 
but like if you're if you're if you're just like a pure hockey fan and you want to see the best hockey like there's some big names not there yeah there definitely are i mean i'm, I'm just looking up guys stats like it's yeah i mean uh, it makes you wonder it really does yeah it really does um that being said what did you think of the jerseys like the jerseys i do too yeah surprising you surprising. know what? they kept I it like simple it. yeah I, they, yeah i don't dick around too much and they just give me a jersey yeah i it works i'm also curious and this is just a question for you do you do you know anyone who's ever bought an all-star jersey I, personally, I have not. Well, I, I figured that. I, yeah. But, like, who buys an All-Star jersey? I don't think so. I really don't. Like, like who, who who's buying this jersey is my question. Like, collectors, that'd be it. But, like, I don't know. It just seems so, like, obscure. Like, I get, like, yeah, I guess, like, some of the older ones are pretty sick. Like, I feel like the only people who buy All-Star jerseys are the ones that don't know about hockey. Yeah, are the one yeah, the ones who maybe are tuning in for the first time. Like casual fans. I feel like that's the that's who you're who you're marketing it to. And it's just yeah. frustrating as a as a hockey fan. Yeah, it's just such a weird thing to me. Like I don't know why I'd buy one for a one-off event from one I, specific year. It would have to be like an exceptional jersey and my like favorite player like ever that like the circumstances for me buying an all-star jersey would be so minuscule like the only one i could think of is i would maybe get because this guy was absolutely jokes that he got fan voted there is emis gergensen yeah i would get his emis gergensen if i had to get an all-star like, jersey. i even wouldn't i wouldn't even get a john scott one no like it doesn't do it for me to me is emis gergensen i don't know if you've ever heard because he's latvian and there's a latvian band that made a song about Zemis Gergensen. I did not know this. All right, after after we record this, I'm gonna send you a link to the song. Okay. okay. Because I think you will love it. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so that would be like the one jersey I would ever get. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't but, think I um but yeah, okay. Now back to back to the Panthers. The, the really thing. Holy fuck, man, are they good? It's insane. And, and you feel like a little bit of the attention from the Kodak Black incident has rubbed off on the Panthers and them being actually like a disgusting hockey team. Yeah. I mean, the fact that like there has been th- at least three times in this past two-ish, three weeks where we've had chance in the arena of like, we want 10. Yeah. To have that multiple times. Yeah, so what's the stat? The stat is in the last nine games, they have scored at least six goals. Yeah. Or they have averaged six goals a game. Yeah, in the last eight games, they've scored 50 goals. It's just absurd. It's unbelievable. And first of all, I love it because I love, you know, like we try to be a little bit involved, you know, with obviously the fan base. And you love to see, you know, how like how excited people are for, for this team, right? the people that have, you know, put up with a lot with this franchise. Right. So like, it's awesome for them. Like we obviously, we haven't been around the franchise for, for, for that, that long. Um, we, you know, we didn't get a lot of that suffering from the early two thousands, but like to see people who have like, you know, this is their team. It's been their team, you know, ever since they came into the league and just, you know, the secondhand joy I get from seeing people, you know, finally get to watch a quality team is awesome. And then just other people taking note, you know, of, of what the Panthers are doing. Like, they're not just beating teams, they're demolishing them. And yeah, Columbus not like a great team, but like some big teams got demolished on this stretch. Like Calgary's had a great season. We both said that was going to be a low scoring game. Demolished. The Lightning, missing a few players, still demolished. Columbus, demolished. Dallas, not even close. Vancouver. Oh. Like Vancouver, we like like that was the first one that was was no. It was like this first or second regulation loss for Bruce. Yeah, it was one of the first. I think it was a second. Yeah, like I, I texted you immediately and I said, Bruce, there it isn't. Like you did, you did. It it's unbelievable what this team's doing. And they're doing it like it's so much fun to watch because 
like they're being so respectful responsible defensively too well and the thing too is like you just notice the depths like when they were up you know big against columbus the other night and they're kind of just rolling the third and fourth lines right you know as you do you know when a game gets out of a hand right well and it was like okay so like this is how this is what i saw from the game obviously panthers crushing them right and you can tell like they're still playing their their top lines right and the top lines have been cooking right like just picking apart teams sam bennett oh my goodness like Declare Verhage, Barkov, Huberto, um, unbelievable. Mackenzie Weger, like guys are contributing all over the place on, on this lineup. But so you're up big, right? But you're still playing your big guns because you want it. You want the shutout for Bob, who doesn't have one this year. I think we all want want to see Bob get a shutout finally, right? He's been close a couple times, especially on this stretch, right? And you know, towards the end of the game, you know, one 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 or two gets past him. So you, they're still rolling him because you know you want to you try and get him that shutout. Then they score, and then the Panthers, you know, they kind of just go back to – to they're like, all right, well, we've given up the shutout. We're up big. We'll roll in our third and fourth line. And then your third and fourth line chip in a couple goals too, right? Like, it just doesn't stop. Like, I it, just – It I doesn't. Like, I, I think d- in, in that 9-2 win, correct me if I'm wrong, but the guy with the most points had three, maybe four? Uyghur like, had four. I feel like it was Uyghur with a goal and three assists. Shorthanded goal. Yeah, he almost had another one too when he coming out of the box. My so goodness, like, like it's it's every single guy contributing. It really is like it's the depth is unbelievable, and like right now the way this team is playing, like you know, obviously there's that bit of you know a, a down bit kind of mid middle of the the season so far, right? And they've just brought it up to a new level. Like I don't even think we saw this at the start of the year. I don't think we saw this last year. Like they are on another level in terms of the way they're playing, I don't see a team that can, can take this team in seven. I don't like, like you would hate, hate playing them by game five. Like you would not be able to stand it anymore. No, it, it's just relentless. Like that's the thing is like when the third and fourth line are out there, they're still in your zone. They're still getting chances. They're still cycling. Like it's just relentless. Every game. Yeah, I, it's 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 hard to, to think. Like the only thing that I can think of, it's knock on wood that it doesn't happen, is injuries. That's the yeah. only thing, only- and we've already had injuries. It's not like we haven't. Yeah, and I thought I forget uh, uh, if it was Goldie or not on the broadcast. Uh, I think it wasn't because it was a different different crew. But they made a comparison, and they compared the Florida Panthers right now to the Harlem Globetrotters. I had not and heard I, that, and I can fully, fully believe it. And I, I you can't really poke a, a hole in it. It's, it's airtight. It's exactly what they are right now. It, it really is. Boy, oh, it, it's, it's really fun to watch, right? Like, you know, it, it's one thing to win games, right, and have a lot of success, but you're winning games by a big margin, and you're scoring, you know, so many goals, so exciting. Um, the building's getting more and more full, right? I still love that, like, I, you know, you see some people on Twitter that are like, oh, like, the We Won 10 chance would have been a lot louder if you, you, you could have sold more than half your tickets. And it's like, first of all, like, you're beating a dead horse. Like, whatever. But also, like, I don't fucking care. Like. Me neither. You're a Blue Jackets fan. You, you lost 9-2. Just, just, just don't. Like. It's, I'm at a loss for words. Like it's just so fun and so exciting. Yeah, and the one thing I love too is because we've talked about this time and time again on on the show about you know this team and what a great group it is, just people, right, and how well they get along. And I think uh, Bruno uh, was talking about it too, of like he has people coming up to him saying like, you know, your team looks like they just love playing together. And he said, when, you know, people are telling me that and it's people who aren't in the room every day, who aren't around this group every day, like when they can sense how close this group is and how much they love playing with each other, like that's when, you know, you know, things are, things are working and it is a good group. Yeah. And I mean, you can't ask for anything more. Uh, Last thing though, we didn't really talk about it much, but I got, I got to ask the question last thing here uh, for this one, Jonathan Huberto. MVP, 
Yes or no? I mean, so so the thing is, like, like in theory, right? In theory, the the heart trophy isn't supposed to be affected by your team's uh what they do success right yeah and like uh, that being said like honestly it goes it goes to huberto either way because the only guys i can think of like i'm like ah like uh, mcdavid dry but they're not doing anything no, and like the thing for the thing for me with John Huberto right now, and I will say neither of us picked him to win win the heart this year. We didn't even mention him, and part of that is us underestimating him maybe a bit, and then the other part is we just, yeah we couldn't afford to sound too biased on this show. Um, but quite honestly, yeah, I don't see another player who's been more valuable to their team. And if I had to pick one, it might be Shostirkin right now. It, it it could be like honestly, but I mean, it's so tough, like. Unfortunately, I think the Jack Hughes train has left the station. Now, I think that's a bit – well, you know, I'm going to agree with you, but only on the basis of injuries. I stand by my pick for Jack Hughes. He has been excellent since being healthy. Um, so I maintain that he could have been in the conversation. But right now, what Jonathan Huberto is doing, the points he is putting up in, in this stretch here is ridiculous, right? And I have a hard, I have a hard time finding another player who's been more valuable to their team than Rajon and Huberto brings, especially what he did, you know, when Barkov was out, because the argument people will have to make is that, you know, if you're a deep team and you have a lot of other really good players, it's hard to be an MVP on a really good team when there's a lot of other guys contributing, but there's been a lot of injuries. A lot of guys were out for games and he's been that consistent guy all season. That, that is just how good Jonathan Huberto is. He's unbelievable. Like, to me, we don't get a vote, obviously. But if I'm voting for the hard trophy right now, I'm voting for Jonathan Huberto. No question. Without a doubt. I mean, one point off the lead uh, in NHL points, he's right there with, you know, McDavid and Ovi and Dreisaitl. Um, I mean, what else do you want from the guy, right? 53 points in 38 games. Um, he's going to get paid on that next contract without a doubt. I, I don't Like, what are – how many, like – five points five point games has he had this season i feel like it's three or more i feel like it's three and i feel like the rest of the league has eight exactly this stat i saw it's insane. Like how how insane is that oh just the vision he has out there the chemistry on that line is ridiculous i mean it's it's the only option it really is i i completely agree with you um will it happen uh, we will see. You never know with the NHL, you know, will they give also, I think the, like the NHL looks real dumb right now for not having a single nationally televised Panthers game this year. That's you ridiculous. Know, it, it really is. And it, it, it kind of feels like it would still take a few more years for it to happen. Well, it, it, to me, it's just so weird. Cause like the Panthers were so clearly so fun to watch last year. They were so good. Everyone was talking about that Tampa series as probably the most entertaining playoff series, realistically, and no televised game, no no nationally televised game this year. And it's like, I don't like, get that it. Would be, that would be the perfect, perfect matchup to have on a, a Tampa, Florida game. national. Yeah. Why, why did that not happen this year? I can promise you, I, we watch a lot of hockey. I promise you, there is not a more fun team to watch in the NHL. There isn't. Right, they, they, really they, they have the only everything one, you want. The only one you can slightly make an argument for, and because of so much high end talent, is Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Great show, Colorado versus Florida. Then that would be insane. Like, keep like put those. I don't know. It to me, it's just blasphemous. They've already had one matchup against each other, and it was a great game. Of course, it was because <laughs> they both play great hockey. I mean, to me, yeah, it just baffles me and i'm hoping they get it next year um we'll see um but right now i think you know we just we just we're just hanging out we're just enjoying the ride uh a lot of fun uh i'm going to the going to a game in march yeah i told you so i am so excited for that 
in enemy territory Toronto. against Toronto. Um, you best believe we'll be there in the Panthers jerseys, setting way up in the 300s because it's Toronto and we're not made of money. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's, you know, I'm looking forward to that one. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and just enjoying the ride with this team right now. It has been so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, like, oh, just be- what really is the best time I've had as, as a Panthers fan. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see where it all goes. Uh, that does it, I think, uh, for this episode. We'll end it here. Uh, thanks to everyone tuning and listening. We'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode, and we'll see you all then. Center, Barkov looking to get a step on me.